Welcome to the Inspired Women Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Hall, motivational speaker, women's empowerment coach, full-time psychology student, mama four, and military spouse. On this podcast, I share helpful life tips and real stories from inspirational women. Warning, sometimes we chat about taboo topics and drop some F-bombs. Thank you for tuning in with me today. Enjoy the episode. Happy Friday, everybody. Every Friday is a Friday over here on the Inspired Women Podcast. So today, I wanted to talk about fitness. And it's probably not the kind of fitness that you are thinking of, like fitness pizza in my mouth. I love that one. It's my favorite. So I don't know if you guys know, but I was a fitness coach for a long time. And I'm not going to mention the name of the company I worked for because I don't know if I can get in trouble for saying that. But I was part of an MLM and I was a fitness coach for many years and technically I still am because I still get reoccurring revenue um, from them and I like the products. I really do. For the most part right now I'm in a yoga kick because that's all I can take. But anyways, last week we talked about stress and I talked a little bit and mentioned a little bit about fitness and this is going to be an all-encompassing but I'm going to tell you, I'm going to start with this right now. Your weight, your body shape and size tell you the health of a person, right? Yes, obesity is a problem. If you are obese, there is some very serious health implications there. But there's a wide range of body shapes and sizes that are healthy and doing great. And it's not all about six-pack abs. I I almost killed myself, I mean, literally one time, but I mean, figuratively, trying to get the ideal body size, trying to get six-pack abs. At one point in time, I got so small, you could literally see my collarbone sticking out. My husband was afraid he would have to hospitalize me. I was counting every calorie. I was concerned with every little piece of food that was going in my mouth, where it came from, what it was. I was over-exercising, doing extreme workouts back to back to back with little to no reprieve. It was a little crazy pants or a lot crazy pants. There, I had a huge problem. I had a huge problem. And fitness should be about what feels good? Like getting your body moving. Yes, we do need movement. We can't be sitting in a chair 24 hours a day, seven days a week and not getting out and moving. But that could be a variety of things. For some people, that's CrossFit. For some people, that's yoga. For some people, it's Pilates. For some people, it's, you know, doing Zumba. You know, and I love Zumba. It's a lot of fun. I mean, if you haven't tried Zumba, I'm super uncoordinated, but it is a lot of fun. You know, whatever it might be for you, whatever gets you motivated, whatever you enjoy, maybe it's a walk, maybe it's a jog, maybe it's a run, whatever that might be. Fitness looks different for everybody and nothing is one size fits all, right? We all have different genetics. What works for some people may not work for another It's really important to tune in to what we need. You know, I literally said to my therapist, you hear a lot about my therapist. She's a a wonderful, amazing human being. 
that I have to do yoga now because I stress my body out so much. And we talked about stress in the last podcast episode, but I stress my body out so much doing these extreme workouts and counting all these calories that I was really close to experiencing adrenal fatigue. And I'm, I'm not even, that's not even a me trying to blow things out of proportion. I really was, I was exhausted all the time. Um, and that's what happens when we overdo it is we can tap ourselves out. And, you know, if it gets too bad, you can't bounce back from that. You just can't. So when it comes to people blowing up my spot with weight loss programs, they have no idea how much that triggers me because I had such an issue with food and working out to such extreme, trying to, you know, maintain the ideal weight and, you know, achieve the perfect body that with, you know, and the worst thing is, is the worst thing about fitness coaches, and I was one, so I can say this, is when they blow up your spot and they haven't like talked to you in six months, but they're like, hey, I figured you'd be interested in this program I have going on or this new workout program that came out. I think you'd really like it. Bitch, why do you think I'd like it? Like, what, whatever gave you the, the, inkling that I liked it. Now somebody was messaging me and they were asking me about my health and fitness goals. And I said, you know, I'd really like to lose 15 pounds, which I don't. But if I said that, then that would be an opening for that sort of thing. But when people just like randomly message you like, hey, I was thinking of you and I think you'd really like this program or this shake or this whatever the crap it is. I'm like, no, no. When did I ever make you think that I want to lose weight? Are you telling me I'm fat? Is that what you're telling me? And you know, I got to be honest. I'm at my maintenance body. Like, it's not super skinny. It's also not obese. It's a little fluffy. And you know what? That's okay. Because I can maintain this body without stressing myself out, trying to count all the calories or do extreme workouts or anything like that. My mental health was in the shitter when I was doing all those things. My mental health was at its worst. It was. I mean, not the not the low, low. Like, Well, I got to be honest, when I hit the low, low, I had started working out and counting calories and everything. So when I hit my like ultimate low where I try to take my life, yeah, I was, I had already started my fitness journey. I'm trying to think back. I was not yet a fitness coach at that point in time, but I had started my fitness journey. So it was bad and I don't weigh myself. I got weighed at the doctor the other day and... I wasn't happy, you know, about the number, but those numbers don't mean anything. They don't mean when I, how worthy I am. It doesn't mean how healthy I am. My doctor's like, you're, you're great. You're awesome. You were like very healthy. And I'm like, awesome. My blood pressure was good. Everything felt good. Blood works good. So yeah, I can't complain and I feel good. So there's that. But when it comes to fitness, so often we think because it works for our best friend or we see these people's dramatic before and afters, I'm going to tell you a little secret about a lot of fitness coaches. You want to know where those before and afters of them come from? They'll do a program. They'll lose all the weight. And this is not all fitness coaches, mind you. Not all. But the ones I worked with, the ones that I was a part of a team with, they would 
lose the weight on a fitness program, right? To show the results that they look at the results I got. And then between fitness programs, they would freaking eat like crazy, gain a bunch of weight. So the next program they could have dramatic results again, but nobody seems to catch on to that. Like, dude, you have before and afters from every single program. You aren't maintaining it. And really when it comes to a healthy lifestyle and fitness, it's about what's sustainable. What can you maintain? What is something that for the rest of your life-ish, you can stick to? And that's why I have a really big problem with the diet culture. Really big problem with diet cultures. Yes, every diet works. But not every diet is sustainable. And when you're eating at a calorie deficit, you're stressing your body out. Your body needs food. Of course, you're going to lose weight if you're starving your body. But at some point in time, you're going to hit a plateau because your body's going to say, all right, we're starving. Let me adjust so that now I only require that many calories to function. That's the problem here, ladies and gentlemen, or ladies. I don't know if any gentlemen listen. Hey, holla, how you doing? But anyways, is it sustainable for you? You have to ask yourself that because if you're constantly having to do one diet after another diet after another diet, that's a problem and it's not healthy. I instead try to focus on eating healthy for the most part and I, in no way, shape or form am I saying like I am the ultimate health. I'm realistic here. Like I can't spend all my days like... measuring out and focusing on my food and I can't spend all my days working out like an hour to two a day no it's just not gonna happen I I work out like 30 minutes between 15 and 30 minutes I do some yoga sometimes a little bit more depends on what I'm, I'm in the mood for and what I'm eating is relatively healthy and unprocessed over the holidays of course it got a little off track but now we're readjusting, right? I can do that because what I'm doing is sustainable. So one, know that you are fine. You're fine. Like as long as you're not in the obese range, I mean, if you are in the obese range or there's serious health implications when it comes to your weight, then you might need to work on something, right? But if you have a clean bill of health and you might just have a little extra fluff, it's okay, girl. Keep doing what you're doing. If you feel good, your body is doing good, like you're able to function at the highest level, keep doing what you're doing, right? Pick what pick what's good for you. And I'm actually going to link up in the show notes a wonderful article that a fellow military spouse, Rebecca, wrote in the show notes for you guys to read about something similar to this that you want to check out because she talks a little bit about this, about like so often we're focusing on that number, right? That number on the scale and what we look like instead of focusing on how we feel and how we're functioning because you know what? Some of us don't have the capacity to be able to do an hour workout every day and measure out all of our foods in colorful containers and it's not going to happen. You know, it's just not. So instead, usually I have coffee for breakfast with some MCT oil, then usually a salad for lunch with whatever I feel like throwing in. Sometimes it's carrots, sometimes it's radishes, sometimes it's celery, obviously salad mix. 
you know, dressing, maybe some cheese, goat cheese, maybe some meat, whatever. It's whatever I'm feeling funky for. Some nuts in there, whatever. It's great. Salads are versatile. You can add so many different things in the summertime when, you know, fruits are more prevalent and more affordable. I like to cut them up and throw them in my salad. I just, I do. I, I love just you know, mixing up my salad. And then for dinner, I usually have some recipe I found on Pinterest. Minimize processed, you know, tonight we're having acorn squash with chicken sausage, apples, and onions. It's delicious. I've had it before. Oh my God. It's so good. Oh, and it's even good leftover. So I'll also link that up in the show notes, the recipe, the acorn squash recipe. Now, I it calls for pork sausage. I use chicken sausage. I just like that better. But, you know, whatever. Whatever you want to put in it. So, and I always, I plan out my, my dinners. I have this whiteboard in my kitchen and I plan out the dinners for two weeks. And I see what those dinners entail, right? Sometimes... Like last night, we need something quicker and so it may not be as healthy. But for the most part, we have some pretty healthy meals. So my whole point is to find what works for you. To discover what works for you, what makes you feel good, what helps you maintain baseline of health, what helps you not be stressed out so much about food and exercise and all of these things. And focus on things that are sustainable, Focus on things that are sustainable. And if I have any fitness, health or fitness coaches listening, this is not a bash on you. But you do have to realize, you do have to like ask people, what are your goals? Because if their goals are not to lose weight, then sending them a weight loss program, pitching them a weight loss program is not the way to go. Because that can be very triggering for somebody. What if somebody had an eating disorder, right? What if somebody had an eating disorder? Imagine if somebody you knew had anorexia nervosa and you just sent them a pitch on a weight loss program. That could send them into a spiral. That could cause them to relapse. Yes, it really could. So just be mindful of what you say to other people and who, you know, ask goals, ask things, ask questions, get to know people. I know we're all just trying to make a living here and do whatever. But anyways, I hope this helps somebody. I hope you guys will focus on, yes, physical health is absolutely important. Mental and emotional health are important too. It's important to maintain a balance and do what you need to do to maintain your health. But don't do things that are just making you feel worse. Like physically, mentally, or emotionally. So... All right, guys, I hope you have an absolutely fabulous day and I'll talk to you later. Bye. Thank you for being a part of the Inspired Women audience. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating review. And don't forget to share this out with somebody who could use some inspiration today. Tag us at Inspired Women Podcast, both on Facebook and Instagram. Have a great day.